unofficial controller podcast is now the property of Zudamax Media. Don't forget to like, share, and leave a review wherever you found this show. Zudamax Media is the world's largest streaming service straight out of Mexico. Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 72, Xbox by Bethesda, with me, George, and as always joined by Bobby, took an arrow to the knee to my took an arrow to the face. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Bobby? I'm all right. Finally got you with one of those intros. Normally, the only arrow. thing that rolls by is Stumbleweed. I almost got hit with an arrow. Almost got hit with an yeah, arrow. Yeah, about 15 years ago. What for real? Archery for for real, and we were learning how to pull the bow. Mm-hmm. And my friend Adam was like right next to me with the instructor pulling the bow, and he was like aiming at my knee, but not intentionally, just learning to pull it. Bro, he let it go. That thing just missed my knee or shin. So maybe that whole story was based on. So you. that was crazy. <laughs> I nearly took an arrow to. Can you knee. imagine? I would have died. Oh wow. That was crazy. Um. Let's give them a quick rundown. So coming up, we've got the news, and then there's some uh, Xbox expanded memory news. Then the feature, which this week is the deep dive on the Xbox buying Bethesda for a staggering $7.5 billion. That's what happens when you let the kids loose, when Uncle Bill lets the kids loose with his wallet, Bobby. They, go, they run off and yeah. spend $7.5 billion. Then we've got Listener Stingray. Then we've got the real deal himself. And at the end of the show, I politely ask you what you're hoping to play for that gaming week and then never ask me. I thought Tom was bad. And then the show can only start. Odders. You're you're on the wrong side of the road, friend. Swerve over your American now. Grip that wheel tight as I ask Bobby, what have you been playing? Army, Army 4. Is that it? That's it. Okay, well. Me and my friend Marlon playing it and it's... I'm having a real fun with it. It's really, really cool. Nice. I like it a lot, yeah. Is, what's like, what's uh, the story of Zombie Army 4? Basically, Hitler and the Nazis got a special, you know, weaponized to create zombies to try to stop. Based on a true team. story. Based on a true story. <laughs> and they try to stop the Axis, not the the Allied forces from, uh, you know, conquering Germany. This is his way to, to beat them. Clearly, it's not working because we're wrecking zombies everywhere we go. Oh, okay. Like in yeah. Italy, I I bought the actual the trilogy after the fourth game, so I'm playing it in reverse order. It doesn't really matter, but I liked it so much I bought the trilogy. Wow, that's so commitment. It's, uh, over the shoulder third person action. Yeah, four four player co op. Are you American? So are you British? Or are you? You there's a couple different characters and ethnicities you can pick from. There's women, there's men. So Marlon's playing as Boris, who's like the Russian engineer. Yeah. And I'm playing as an undercover spy. I don't know if he's an if he's American or German undercover spy named Carl. Carl. Yeah, Carl. And then you have uh, a Chinese woman in there. There's a French woman. There's even a zombie you can play as. 
there's an American sailor and I'm missing somebody. No British people. That's it. Oh, no, there is. I just don't know his name. I forgot his name, but they're they're pretty much all in there. It's, it's all covered, basically. Brilliant. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So would you rate that game? I mean, you must have. You bought the trilogy, Bobby. I mean, right now, it's an A10 for me. I'm, ha- I'm having a lot of... Am I the D- kid with DLC when I got the special edition? Mm. So I'm going to jump into that right after the game. Yeah, it's really good. Right. <laughs> okay. That was great. Listen, if you get it, there's three of us right there. I don't know if it's my cup of tea. Killing zombies, how can I not? Killing Nazi zombies has to be up there with the best things in life. Best things in life are free. Hey, listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are you playing? Oof, get ready. There's a okay. list, but I'll keep it short and sweet, my friend. I will. What was I playing? I fell off the wagon with Batman. Mm-hmm. And I picked up Yakuza 5, finished the hunting section, which was absolutely fantastic. Twists and turns, as always, like a Japanese soap opera, but with kung fu in it. <laughs> yeah. I then ended up playing, for long-term fans of the game, they'll know I've talked about Haruka before. She's uh, Kazumi's... Um, let's say she's his foster daughter, you know. Yeah. A girl he's adopted after the first game. Uh, which was Yakuza, just Yakuza, not Yakuza 0, which actually predates it in the timeline. But Yakuza 1, as it's now become known, or Yakuza Kiwami, if you're playing the remaster, there's a series of games that you probably got because Yakuza 0 came out, I think, for PSN. Yeah, I got a few, I think, from the free PS Plus. You need to get into that, trust me. If you can platinum those... If you platinum those... Mm -hmm. I mean, I could reach out and touch you right now, right? <laughs> yeah. I'd reach out and I would give you a full man kiss on the lips. I'd hug you too at the same time. Okay, all right. You'd pull me close. <laughs> there we go. Um, before I forget, you, you and uh, Eva's hospitality towards me as a, a, a resident, a new resident of New York has been next level. And I'd like to repay you tonight by cooking you an English roast dinner. So I'm oh, going to get some joint of beef. Eva actually enjoys making tea now. You see? Because Something I'm we, never, we had a kettle, but never used it. And now look, I'm calling it a kettle. We used to call it a teapot. Now it's a kettle. Okay. Look where Put we are. Ke- can I have a, could I have a cup of tea, Eva? Put the kettle on. Boom. Eva, stop. I don't take coffee. I take tea, my dear. Wait. No, I like my toaster on my side. You can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman in New York. She loves that. She comes <laughs> in with the play. I take it off her. I get her hand. Bend her fingers forward, kiss it. There you go, Eva. She mounts. That's what I do. English gentleman. Yep, yep. A little bit uh, sort of weird that I'm hiding in your cupboard at night. You didn't know that, but now you do. So, <laughs> you yeah. <know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just get lonely, you know. Let's go down that route. I get lonely. At, uh, hey, we all do, bro. There's things, you know, I wish I couldn't see. I saw your full moon. Bobby, and it was... Told you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so before we get distracted, so I'm taking <laughs> Kiryu Kazumi's foster daughter through. You get to play as her in five. And I wasn't oh, sure cool. how that would be. And she's an aspiring starlet, a pop starlet. So you walk around, instead of fighting people in the street, you, you do dance-offs with them to get your skills to try and become a better dancer. 
you also do sort of book signings and handshake events. You go on like Japanese TV shows and you have to say and do the right things. You do interviews with magazines and you've got to, you get like a heads up what magazine it is before. So you kind of know the style that you need to answer in. And then you're also on the equivalent of Pop Idol stroke X Factor stroke The Voice. And you're going through, you do the auditions and you've got to try and nail your routine, which you've been practicing in the dance studio. And I've never felt so tense because I've got this sort of presenter and he's like, uh, okay, so they've both performed. Now we're going to see what the stats come in as who's going to go through to the next stage tonight. And you're like, you're actually like, oh oh God, is it going to be me or not? I want to make it. I want to make it. It's like... Haruka, like, yes, and he's like, tune in next week to see if Haruka goes on to the final. So that's that's really quite. I'm finding that bizarrely entertaining. You know, that hunting section and the the pop section have been very much a massive departure for Yakuza, but I'm all over it like a rash. To break things up as well, my favourite, and to help me sort of ease in, I've got out everybody's favourite GTA. As far as I'm concerned, it's four best one mm-hmm. ever made. What a great New York simulator, Bobby. I know it's called Liberty City, but let's face it, it's New York. Yeah. And I'm just driving around in there, doing jobs, getting in taxis, doing what I've always done. It's the first time I've played it, though, in a while, and I did notice that the textures, they're just not as good as I remember them being. Uh, but that's, that's the yeah, way that's it goes. Time. That's just time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I accept that. And it never got a remaster. It never got a redo. It never got anything. But, uh, no, they're, they're pushing out five for every system. I heard they're going to remake it for the PS6. We already, that's a scoop. Yeah, they're going to build it, rebuild it from the ground up. Wow. What an extra character, bro. They're going to toss one in there. I, brilliant. <laughs> really, really change it up. Oh, I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> just give us the new, just give us the new game. God damn it. You know, give, yeah. us, give us Red Dead. Well, they kind of stomp Red Dead. Red Dead's whole dry as well. I don't quite know where they're going to take that after this. Where can you go in 1920s? It's not going to work, is it? So they need I mean, to go it, back to the very beginning or they need to do a different gang or a different set of characters. You can maybe do something like early 1920s New York with the five points, kind of like Gangs of New York, I guess. It's still, it's not really Wild West anymore, but it's still early city, lots of gangs at that time too. I actually thought the five points of New York took place in the 1800s. You know, it could have been. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a historian like you. <laughs> but there was definitely crime. To, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. A lot to lot of little, little gangs at that time. It used to be before the mafia came in there, right? Well, I would like to see, If they're going to do it, it'd be nice if we got on this gen a whole swathe of America and tip of New Mexico, almost everything they've done, plus nail the East Coast on, because they've done the kind of West Coast, mid-America mm-hmm. with the map. It'd be nice if they could get all the way over to the to the right-hand side, maybe have Liberty City in it and set it almost in the same universe as GTA, finally link them all up. And you could land on a boat in New York and try and make your way across almost Oregon Trail style to the, yeah, yeah. you know, go capture the West this time. Okay. You, you've tamed the cool. West. You've, you've watched the death of the West. Now go find the West. And you basically start off, get on a wagon trail, adventure and different bits and bobs. Maybe you're on Are your you way secretly to... a game writer? 
I wish every, I was. Every kind of game you have described, we need someone to make it like now. That would be lovely, wouldn't that it? That Batman game, need it now. This One game, day, now. We need it now. One day, I'll get my realistic naval simulator, the life of a Royal Navy. We'll, we'll not waste time on that today. I said we needed a succinct show. Bucho, <laughs> El Bucho's been on from Zootamax. He's like, you boys can talk. I don't want it anymore. You came here to head up video games, <laughs> and I now find out that you've been living in Bobby's cupboard. No. <laughs> no. They got to help us get a developer yeah. and sit down and just open your mind and just go for it. Let him go for it. I, I think to win it. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> The news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, Bobby, what we got? We got uh, we got the light still kind of bright. Ooh. It's been quite a while since we last heard anything concrete about Dying Light 2. Uh, the sequel was delayed indefinitely at the very start of the year. Before even the, uh, the coronavirus pandemic took hold, uh, and since we haven't had any new, new gameplay, uh, information, rumors of problems in the workspace, and a Microsoft acquisition did the rounds back in May, but these were very quickly uh, shot down. And so nine months after that initial delay, it's understandable to question uh, what's going on with the project. While we don't have any new info on the title to share itself, it's been confirmed that Dying Light 2 is still very much in development and working towards a new schedule. We reached out to Techland with Ola Sanchez, Sanji? Sondage. Is that right? Yeah. Sondage. Oh, the Jade makes a little dash. Uh Senior PR manager at the company stating Dying Light 2. Uh, development is moving forward according to Eternal Schedule. We revised at the beginning of the year. Following the pushback at the beginning of 2020, out to spring release window, assumed that this was because the developer wanted to launch alongside the PS5 and Xbox Series X. However, less than two months away from the next-gen's console release, Console's release, that appears to be very much not the case. Now the now the game is hoping to be for a 2021 title that will surely lead with next gen. A version for the Japanese giant next system has been confirmed after all. Mm. So we know there's been a PS5 uh, confirmed. We haven't. I don't think we've had confirmation of other marks, but. Um... Interesting news. I'm not a big fan of Dying Light, but I know a lot of people are. Bobby, you think you enjoyed it, did you not? I thought it was okay. It was interesting. But I didn't really get in-depth with it, like most people. I just played out of a friend's house to, get, to see if I liked it. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, Is that the one with the video camera? No, that's Outlast. Ah, I always get yeah. confused. This I- Outlast is great. Dying Light is more of like a Resident Evil? Yeah, like a multiplayer type of thing. It's online. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Okay. I, my girlfriend cool, back though. in the UK likes to... Now then, Dave! <laughs> I've made friends with some people. Yeah, that's, I mean, how can you not? That's Dave out the window. Uh, so, yeah, Dying Light. Dying Light 2. It's happening. Oh, last on Dave, you even confirmed it to us. We've got the scoop. Now that we're Zootamax property, Bobby... Mm-hmm. Nothing can hold us down. No, no, nothing. Next bit of news. Mining for diamonds. This year's Minecon replacement, Minecraft Live, is taking place this year. Now then, Dave, 
this year on the 3rd of October and promises to feature plenty of updates and scoops about the insanely popular sandbox game. That's not all, though. In addition to this, the team will reveal the next big Minecraft game update. Here's exactly what Mojang's chief storyteller, Lydia Winters, had to say. Normally, you'd have to wait until the end of the show to find out the next big Minecraft game update. But this year, we're doing things differently. and Kicking things off with the announcement, I'm not going to tell you right now, but I'll just say you don't want to miss the beginning of the show. Lydia, she's a tease, isn't she? Yeah, she is. She's an absolute tease. I'm interested to find out what that will be. Uh, you know me, I like a bit of the Minecraft. I do need to pull the VR headset on and give everyone a, a very much my thoughts on uh, the VR update for PSVR. Oh, but yeah. The only downside with it is it's using the DualShock 4. So the, the temptation to use the right stick to look around will be very high. And I just find games where you're using the DualShock and VR, it's almost like you're playing it in the VR cinema mode where it just yeah. puts a big screen there. Obviously, this isn't that. It will wrap completely around you with stereographic 3D images as well. So you'll get scale much like you do in No Man's Sky. But when you're holding the DualShock 4, it's yeah, kind of... Yeah. Well, I want to use controls, the moves right? and hammer. No, you don't. In in that version, you just use the controller. No, I mean, but normally, right? It's two different controllers. It, I, never it, really, I never did VR. Yeah, in a lot of games, you use... So, like, the, you move your head to and... Move, yeah, you move your head and you, you move the move ones to move around which they could have done i believe yeah but they haven't admittedly the moves rolled maybe it takes more time than fair play to microsoft have got to now dave Dave, he's out you know when he he took me for a taxi journey up there because dave's a taxi taxi driver private Mm -hmm. taxi he's not yellow he's in like his own one dave's camps or whatever I said, yeah. oh, we do a podcast. He said, oh, does that mean if I bib and rev outside the window, I could be on the show? I was like, well, yeah, technically, Dave, but it'd be a bit, be a bit necky. Yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, obviously, I should have done a New York accent there, but I'm trying to... I said I wanted to absorb the New York accent, Bobby, but I've trying been trying to kind of protect my own. It seems to be winning the hearts of the local ladies. So. Oh, are you, are you related to Sean B? Hey, hey, George, you related to that scene, Bean? I don't know why I've suddenly gone to the deep south and trying to do a New York. As if I haven't had enough people in the bodegas when I've been ordering a light and sweet, Bobby. Yeah. As if I haven't. Uh, befriending Dave. Dave, and take Dave, me somewhere that's not affected by corona. I can't nah. take you anywhere, George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so take, take me for a drive around the block. I could do that, George. Can I go somewhere to buy a gun? No, George, I can't, I can't, and I can't do that. I don't know what you've heard about, about New York, but how far away do you need to take me, Dave, to somewhere I can buy a gun? That, that's a long way, George. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can, I'd feel wrong charging you that, friend. <laughs> Why don't I just take you for a spin around the block, take you to the bodega so you can buy yourself a coffee? Oh, brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Dave. Thank you for that. Before we get distracted, memory cards... Is this 1995, Bobby? Microsoft has detailed the custom storage options that will be available to the Xbox Series X and S owners when the next-gen consoles launch this November. The Xbox Series X comes with one terabyte of internal storage, while Series S 
is 512 gigabytes. One terabyte storage expansion cards, which are manufactured by Seagate, will cost $220. That's all I really care about. 270 <laughs> euros or 220 English pounds, old boy, Jim Chimney. In a blog post, the Xbox director of program management, Jason Ronald, said, players, that's... Uh, that's Donald's brother, that is. Ronald McDonald's brother, Jason Ronald, said players will be able to... I mean, he didn't know he had a job at Microsoft. Walks in with his big clown air and boots. It was always going to go that way, wasn't it? Said players will be able to unplug their existing external USB 3.1 hard disk drives or SSDs from their Xbox One and connect it to the Xbox Series X stroke S and play all of their current-gen games. Players will also be able to use the USB 3.1 storage to house next-gen games for transfer and play on the Series X Stroke S. But existing USB 3.1 storage options can't be used to play games optimized for the Xbox Series X Stroke S and won't replicate the speed and performance of the next-gen internal SSD. These features will require the aforementioned Seagate expansion card. You can play directly from the storage expansion card and you will have the exact same experience and performance as if the game was running from the internal SSD, Ronald said. No, <laughs> I can't take this guy seriously anymore. Not only does this apply to games optimized for the Xbox X stroke S, or the Xbox Series X stroke S, uh, how dare I forget the series, but you're also your favorite backwards compatible Xbox One, Xbox 360, and Xbox original games. When backwards compatible games are played directly from either the internal SSD or the storage expansion card, you'll see significant improvements in load time due to the next-gen performance of the Xbox Series X stroke S. They need to sort their naming conventions out. Sorry, everyone, if you're going to say, you don't know what you're talking about, but I'm telling you now, mum's just going to go and ask ask for the Xbox X. One X, Series X, she doesn't know. Very easy for us gamers in the ecosystem to say, oh, yeah, yeah, but take yourself out of it. You're a mum up against time. You've not only got to buy a little Timmy, a Thomas the Tank Engine, but you've got to get a little Johnny and Xbox X, and you're up against the time. You've also got to get Grandma a bath salt set, you know, and wrap it and order a turkey. You're going to go online and order. He said Xbox X. That's what he said. I'll get him an Xbox X. Boom, one X bought, done. Don't know what Maureen was. Maureen down the road, down the shop. She was moaning, Bobby, that she didn't have time, that she wasn't able to get one of these pre-orders. I got straight online, ordered it, bish, bash, bosh. What do you mean there's an X, a 1X, and a Series X, and S, and Slim? I don't know what's going on. They could have just named it Xbox. I just get in the goddamn Stadia. At least no matter what happens, it's always Stadia. Google update, doesn't matter if you've got a 400-year-old fire stick friend you playing it in 4k 8k no matter what it's really the highlander of gaming there can only be one yeah exactly we're champions of the stadium here and if you didn't know you do now ronald was asked to explain why one terabyte back to the xbox story ronald was asked to explain why one terabyte storage expansion cards cost 120 dollars the Xbox Velocity architecture is a key innovation of our next-gen consoles to live in unprecedented speed and performance, enabling transformative gaming experience never before possible on console, he responded. This level of consistent sustained performance requires advanced components, which comes at a higher cost than traditional hard drives or SSDs often found in PCs. 
by partnering with an industry leader in Seagate, we worked together to villa to villa <laughs> to deliver and <laughs> come over the villa to deliver an expandable storage solution which delivers identical performance at the lowest cost possible and available this holiday. So bar my little name rant aside, I do actually like what they're doing there. They've got these little slots on the back of the Xbox One S and S by the sound of it. I didn't know they're on the back mm-hmm. of the S, but now we do. Every time we learn a little bit more. Yeah. And these things are like optimized to make sure there's no if, buts, or maybes. You can't just go online and get a SATA 3.5 SSD and think, oh, that'll be fine. Because it might not give you the experience that the Xbox are wanting to give you, that snappy... Yeah, quick load. Quick load. You mm-hmm. can get an SSD now. I mean, it's probably quick, but it's not going to be one of these bad boys, which is, teraflops aside, these SSDs, are the these secret source upgraded SSDs, are really what next gen is going to be all about. Yeah, Elimination. you definitely need it. And you're going to need one that yeah. sings. PlayStation are going down the route of saying, oh, well, we're not going to get anything proprietary, but it needs to be certified to be the right one, which I can see again mum and dad oh oh johnny's filled up his playstation 5 so we need to go and get him a new ssd go on amazon find one for 9.99 they order it boom that's not right mum and dad oh crikey send it back all the aggro fill out the form blah 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 order another one 50 quid well that's not the right one mum and dad what do you mean it's not the right one why don't playstation do a xbox solve that problem you just clack this thing in the back a little bit like when I upgrade my own firmware internally, I just slot a new little thing in the back of my neck. I'm, yeah, up, no, it's I'm upgraded. Yeah, um, no, it's a good idea. So, I mean, initially people are going to balk at the 220 bucks, but I think that uh, you find an SSD that runs with this velocity architecture standard for any less than 220 bucks. Yeah. And I think you're doing well. I actually think that if you were to go get the PC equivalent of one of those, you'd be knocking on the door or sort of double that money. So once again... Oh, yeah, I'm definitely bothered about that too. Uncle Bill doing what's right. Obviously, coming up in the feature, Uncle Bill's been very generous this week uh, for all the Xbox users. But before we get to the feature, Bobby, did we miss anything do you, dear listener, you're listening now for the first time, you're like, what a bunch of jerk-offs, you know? <laughs> they've done that news, they've barely mentioned anything amazing, and they've got most of it wrong. George, you don't know what you're talking about. Bobby, lock your wife away before you find he's eloped <laughs> to an Elvis chapel in Vegas with her. How would they get in touch, Bobby? How would the collective masses get in touch and let you know it's a conspiracy? You can reach us on Instagram or Twitter at, at Unofficial Controller Podcast. Or better yet, you can email us at questions at the at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. And while you're at it, you can mm. even join the Discord. The Discord. Not the Discard. Don't discard it. Join it. Ah, I actually thought you said Discard. It's like something you put over your three and a half inch floppy drive so you know one yeah. can get in. Oh, a Discard, yeah. You need one of those sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Unofficial controller podcast. <laughs> Disc guard, <laughs> official accessory. In case you hit it by accident, you know? Yeah, exactly. Stops you ejecting your disc when you don't need to. El Buccio, get the merchandise made. Hang on a minute, Bobby. Two seconds, I've got a phone call. 
yeah, apparently I don't tell Albuccio what to do. He tells me <laughs> what to do. And he's told me to get on with a feature. Uh, what's, what's the derogatory word that uh, Americans use to describe the Brits? Uh, I don't think we really have one. Really? Yeah, I mean, besides this... I think the Aussies, the Aussies call us limeys. I think we call Americans yanks. Is no, there... I've never... No. I've never heard anybody call any, a British guy something funny. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just a typical... The French call us roast beefs, rust beefs. Really? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless, I mean, I guess I don't hang out with the right people. I can't think of any slang or derogatory term for English Well, when I send you a postcard from me and Eva in Vegas, I'm sure you'll come up with a new one at that <laughs> point in time. <laughs> but I got a million for every other thing. Oh, okay. Just, well, I never no, heard well, anything well, from England. Well, 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 well. straight off the back it. of Xbox news, Bobby, straight off the back of Uncle Bill being very, very generous. I'm the heel for this series. Tom did a heel turn for series one and two. Now we're entering series 2.5. I'm picking up the heel status. I'm, I'm the bad guy. You're the baby face, to use the wrestling terminology. Anyway, enough of that. El Buccio said, crack on, I want video games, you sniveling worm. Do I need to dispatch a team of hitmen to New York to finish the job? No, El Buccio, you don't. <laughs> Fellow billionaire Bill Gates splashed the cash. Xbox acquires Bethesda, Bobby the feature. So in what could be the biggest scoop in gaining? This isn't a steroid show, it's video games. Sorry, Albuccio. So what could be the biggest scoop in gaming? Probably ever, Xbox have bought Bethesda stroke Zenimax for $7.5 billion. That's more than Disney paid for LucasArts. Can you imagine? A lot of money, man. That's big time money. That's big money right there. I tell you one thing. Think for a moment. That's more. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's more than Disney paid for LucasArts, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, whatever else Lucas had wrapped up in his back pocket. That's that you see everywhere. You can buy a Darth Vader pencil. Mm-hmm. You can probably even buy a Darth Vader car jack. You can buy Chewbacca. Steering seatbelt covers, yeah, you know, that can. look like his ammo bandolier. Mm-hmm. Everything is merchandisable. And yet, Uncle Bill paid $7.5 billion for Bethesda. That's insane. Yeah. That is more than they paid for Minecraft. And let's face it, you can buy Minecraft teddy bears, pens, pencil cases. I don't see anyone rushing out to get a Wolfenstein flask anytime soon but no. what do i know what does this mean well under the zenimax stroke bethesda banner the following studios and games strict licenses obviously become part of the deal bethesda softworks bethesda game studios id software zenimax online studios arcane machine games tango gameworks alpha dog and roundhouse studios these are the teams responsible for franchises like the elder scrolls fallout wolfenstein doom Dishonored, Prey, Quake, Starfield, and many more. But they're what we would call the headline acts. Phil Spencer stopped short saying future games will be exclusive, but he said he was looking forward to one of the company 
looking forward to the company's array of upcoming games launching on PC and Xbox consoles. One of the things that has me most excited is seeing the roadmap with Bethesda's future games, some announced and many unannounced to Xbox console and PC, he said, including Starfield, the highly anticipated new space epic currently in development by Bethesda Game Studios. However, Microsoft has confirmed all new Bethesda and Zenimax games will join Xbox Game Pass for console and PC. I see Doom's recently joined that off the back of the recent acquisition. And also, scratchings in the ether, Bobby, that Sony, a.k.a. PlayStation, were trying to secure exclusivity for Starfield. That deal probably now, well, most definitely now, flushed down the toilette. Yeah. What do you... Before we press on any further, mm-hmm. what's your initial thoughts on on this? Definitely big big news. It's good for Xbox fans. Good for Game Pass. Yeah. a lot of value there. It has definitely adds some value to the games they already had. Yes, and there's no real need to. I mean, listen, if they want to share the games, that's cool too. But they don't really have to, because this is nothing new. This is going back to the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis days. It's always a competition. Who's got better exclusives? Yeah. So they made they pulled the trigger. They made a big deal. Good for them. I mean, every someone's breaking has, into Dave. Someone's breaking into Dave's taxi. Yeah, all the time. This is a new thing now. Shoo! Away with you! Look, you stopped it. They're always scared George, of an Englishman. That's good, George. You know the bad guys in films are always English. As soon as they hear that accent, <laughs> they probably. He let go and he, of he their fecal the matter, yeah, didn't they? they were just, oh my 100%. god, an English guy. He's obviously bonkers. He's going to come down here with his shirt off and cut me, or whatever English people do. I They're don't comparing know. you to Jason Statham as far as like badassery on the block. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, really? when you wore that suit outside, they thought you were the transport. It was amazing. I, I don't know if you noticed, but they were looking at you like, Yo, this guy's in charge. Clearly. Wow, okay. Well, yeah. Let that, let that be a lesson to them. Let that, let that soak in, bro. That's how... I don't know how long my rep's going to last because I just sounded shoe away with you out the window at a couple of vagrants. I don't, I don't know. You stopped it. I know I did, but... So, boom. I'm starting to find this, this block, this, this sort of block area of ours, I'm starting to feel a bit like home. I'm really starting to feel comfortable here. Yeah, this is a great little spot we're in. We're in a good, good prime spot. What's that? What's the guy's name at the bodega on the corner? Lewis. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. He's a wonderful guy. He's made me feel very welcome. Yeah. Uh, you know, very, very welcome. He, he definitely likes you. Oh, he gave me some. Beef, he gave me a pack of beef jerky for free. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was so open. It was opened and it had fell out on the floor. But he said I could have it. And the yeah. way I look at it, right? Five second rule. Yeah, a little bit longer than that, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're up. I, I mean, I, I mean, here's my take on it for what it's worth. I've I've played a lot of Elder Scrolls games. I've never really finished a lot of Elder Scrolls games. I think I'm hoping that Elder Scrolls, the next one that they do, the the one that's under just under the radar, we can't quite see it. Mm-hmm. We've seen that sort of graphical flyby of the area, yeah, um, and we've seen a couple of teasers of Starfield. I really, really hope because someone, as someone who's played Morrowind, 
through to Skyrim, I don't care what they say, that was all running off a modified version of Morrowind. And I do believe that when they tried to make Fallout 76, they were shocked at how old some of that code was in there. They found things dating back, you know, 10, 20 years at that point. And they found lines of code that were that old. I'm really hoping that they use some of this Microsoft money. And I was thinking the other day as well, has this deal been on the table for a while? Have they? Is that why they showed Starfield and Elder Scrolls information and clips and teasers so early? Because they were trying to, I don't know if this is a PG word, but kind of haul themselves out. In, in the circles that we don't move in, have Bethesda been trying to sort of make themselves look like an attractive proposition and say, hey, look, you know, we've got, look at this good stuff we've got coming out. It's years from release. But if anyone was thinking of picking us up, this would be part of the deal. No, yeah, make this wasn't overnight, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what this I'm been, thinking. This has been, definitely, you just can't make, spend as much money like that. I don't care how much money you have. That's a ridiculous amount of money. Those are definitely in the talks. Ho- ho- listen, hopefully, like you said, they use the money from Microsoft and they get a better engine. That was Finster Gamer on his moped. Yeah, he just we went down the line. Yeah. He's out of here. He said hello. I don't know if you heard him. He said hello. And um Yeah. I di- I distracted you. That's I just okay. I have they, a little time in my mind. They're capable. They're capable of making some great games, but they always feel a little bit rushed and buggy. Yeah, they um, cannot release Elder Scrolls Six. Anything to what Fallout seventy six was or even even Elder Scrolls Online. It needs to be a huge improvement. Oh, no, I, I I I pray that I it hope is. it is because I wish him the best. I want to see I want to see Elder Scrolls come out and be an absolute barnstormer. No, and I, if and it, I love the the, the series. If and it I comes can't out, play it again like that. I can't can't do it. If it came out looking like a high res version of of uh, Skyrim with about two people in 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 a, a city, because <laughs> that was always bugged me. Two people in a city. Uh, what is this place? Where is everybody? Oh, we're fully populated. Oh, there's like less than 10 people here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I look want... at the difference from Quake and Wolfenstein to Doom. Mm. And then look at Elders. Like, well, what's, what's happening here? Why haven't you caught on to this? I don't, I don't get it. Right. The, the story is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. But the... Yeah, so, like I say, hopefully this acquisition will actually bolster the two two or three franchises people are hyped about. Elder Scrolls, Fallout, specifically Bethesda Studio games. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and Starfield. Obviously, we know Wolfenstein, Doom, Id, Quake, Prey. They've always had, for the most part, cutting-edge graphics. Id software, yeah. especially with the Id engine. And does that mean that Id software and the developers of Doom and other bits and bobs can start picking up Halo games? Does it mean that? Oh, can we be that? Can we be that crazy? Can can Microsoft start pairing these guys up? Like, hey, you Doom guys, start working with Obsidian on a game like this. Or do you think we're just going to see? Uh, we're, hopefully, we're not going to see id Software just cranking out Doom games every year because otherwise, people will leave, won't they? Because you've mm-hmm. bought you've bought the company and you've bought the studio much like they did Rare. Yep. 
but what's to stop all those people then leaving because they're bored or whatever, or, you know, you've, you've bought, you've got Bungie and they're already around to Halo X, Y, or Z. And they're like, we're bored. Microsoft, yeah. we want to make something new. We want to make destiny out there, we'll sell you or we'll let you go. So they need to just make sure they cultivate this sort of desire to work there. Hopefully we start to see some new franchise creeping out of these guys. Obviously. Yeah, to- they definitely continue the franchise is strong. Yeah. But at least the next part of the game or whatever you're going to do with it. But then you definitely need to make some new IPs. Yeah, they've got a. I think everyone's going to. Can you play? Exactly. I think everyone's going to be locked into creating a sequel to whatever's in the pipeline yeah. right now because that's books. They can mm-hmm. pay that out. But yeah. I think then they need to say, now go do whatever you want. Yeah, they have to. I would love to see that. Well, I really would. Rest Gears, Rest Halo say to all these wonderful studios I've got now, here's some money. Go create your dream game that's not any of these franchises. They're on Games Pass. That's locked in. Mm -hmm. Kids, they can play them all day long. They can play Doom. They can play Quake. They can play Oblivion and Skyrim and Morrowind all day, every day. That's free to use. As long as you're paying your Games Pass, knock yourself out. They're not going anywhere. Guys, we want you to, now you've got the money and the time, Go make, and you've got the resource to do the bug testing and all that. I mean, it's a marriage made in heaven, you'd hope. But yeah, because if they really want to get ambitious, they could just try something small, you know, a two to four hour game. Just try it out. If it does really well, build upon that That universe and and, and go for it. Because what do you have to lose now? It's on Game Pass, so just do it. If it fails, no big deal. You have eight hundred other games you can play on Game Pass. Yeah, So so, so go for it. That's an interesting thought. Are they going to feel like they can be... Obviously, Games Past is likened to Netflix. In fact, we've, mm-hmm. we've, we've got that here. Microsoft and Xbox are putting a lot of effort into Games Pass, a subscription service with over 100 games available for a monthly fee, a bit like a gaming version of Netflix. It means those who sign up to Microsoft's Ultimate Package can play brand new titles at no further cost. We were talking off-air. We're also getting renewal deals for as low as a pound or two pound at places you know this they're obviously getting people on the netflix gaming train the games pass train once you're locked in you kind of forget about it don't you and yeah. they just take the money i mean i've got netflix and amazon and you know oh i kept meaning to cancel that but oh I mean, well if you, if you compare like amazon and and uh, netflix yeah they they have some great series on there they have some great movies but also a lot of fluff but that that's the danger to pad yeah. it out to show so it like it adds value you'd feel yeah. the need to put everything on it like yeah. and and stuff that if it's curated properly it, i think it's it, amazing if games pass to have and maintain its credibility they need to curate it they don't just want to bang that on there that'll be fine you know we need 800 games on games pass well no, like for example look at the switch store it's half of them are mobile games Look, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw shade out. I mean, the PSN store is no better. No, it's definitely not no better at all. You know? That but needs curating. Gonna, you can do your little Xbox Live store purchase, fine, no, no, whatever. That's cool. But if you're doing the Games Pass, I would rather have sixty, even if it's let's say you do a hundred solid hundred titles. Mm. Boom, great. I don't need three hundred titles and half of them are an hour, or little sixteen bit wannabe. Remember when we were young kind of games? No, I don't. I can care less for that. If it's no. a solid game, 
even if it's two hours, three hours, and it's I had a good time with it, you you just boom, you 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 just you did something great right there, just on yeah. that one game. Now, oh, this game is great. This game is great. This game is great. And not every game is for everyone. No. So if you put some horror, some platform, some first person, some multiplayer, you know, whatever else other genre you could figure out, maybe ten games of each, then you have a fan for life right there. Yeah, for sure. Well, now the market now. PS Now, they need to up theirs too because what's what's on there, and they don't stay as long. As a as a fan of the physical media, I've never really been that interested, and and this is why I don't think Games Pass would be for me. I know people will be saying, "Oh, you're stupid! It's only five pound a month, five bucks a month. Why won't you get it?" Well, I want the physical. I want to own the games, so I'm always going to be that chump in their mm-hmm. eyes that goes down the shop and spends. But what I would say is. When the game comes out, it's 70 bucks, right? 60, 50 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever it is, okay? Mm -hmm. I do get some games brand new, but I've also got some older systems where I can go and get a game for a pound. Yeah. And my library now is massive. And that's why I don't think I'd ever get PS now, because what am I going to do? Play some curated PS2 classics? No. Yeah, no, I could just buy them used. No, thank you. I'll just buy it new for the console, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so I've, I, I, for me, when people tell me how great it is and all equal systems, and I'm going to say the same for Stadia, I'm like, nah, I'm not that oh, interested not in of that. But, you know, I'm sh- people are. If it's part of gold, if it's part of your whole playing online scenario, like your PSN thing or game Xbox Live Gold mm-hmm. and, and Games Pass all rolled into one, if that number wasn't offensive to me or I didn't have the option to have just the online facility and I only have the PSN online, I'll be honest with you, for the free games, the three free games that you get. Uh, yeah. Again, it's a bit of a taster. I mean, I, I guess that's what Games Pass is if you like it, but more often than not, if I like it, I'll go buy it. So they're almost double double dipping. Yeah, no, that's I true. Don't know if what, I'll get a free game and I like it enough, I'll possibly purchase it for a sale, no doubt. Yeah, or I like it enough. There's DLC. All right, ten bucks. Boom! I got a full game, and I bought ten bucks of DLC with it to, you know, help. I guess the company, whatever you want. Yeah, I'd often. Yeah, I'm like you. I'd get a complete mm-hmm. version, so it's got yeah. the extra bits on as well. Yeah. Uh, now that Microsoft owns Bethesda, their games will be available to play on Xbox's Game Pass. However, on Sony Playstations, you possibly still have to play at least seventy bucks for the game made by the studio. That's if they get there. We would we say it could be a big factor when it comes to people choosing the next console they want to buy. Microsoft buying Bethesda and the others Max Studios is a really smart move. Firstly, it means Microsoft can now make popular games exclusive to the Xbox. They didn't have many exclusive before, so this means people are more likely to buy an Xbox. However, even if they don't make all the games exclusive, it also means that Games Pass is an even better deal because you'll be able to play big games on the day they come out instead of buying them for full price. Microsoft didn't spend $7.5 billion on ZeniMax straight Bethesda for its current pipeline alone. The company splashed out the giant fee because it believes in Bethesda's future games. We don't know exactly what those are, uh, but now Xbox boss Phil Spencer has provided a tease. In appearance on what can only be described as a second-rate podcast major nelson's podcast it's nothing compared to the zutumax funded unofficial controller podcast spencer said 
He knows the future roadmap for Bethesda Game Studios, and he believes it's an incredibly exciting time. I have the benefit of knowing the future roadmap. You see, that's what Spencer's got here. He knows what's coming because we've got mm-hmm. Starfield and we've got um, Elder Scrolls Six, but there's also one title they're working. Dave, someone tried breaking into your car, Dave. <laughs> so yeah, your alarm went off. No, I don't know. Shady looking character. Yeah. I love this community spirit we've got going on here in New York. Bobby. Beautiful, dude. Uh, so he knows about the unannounced games that the teams are working on. Spencer said it's an incre- incredibly exciting time for the work that Bethesda Studios are doing as they continue with the craft of creating games and also thinking about how our medium of gaming continues to evolve and their role in that. Some of the highest profile games in development at Bethesda Studios that we know about include Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. As we've said, Bethesda has also confirmed it's working on a third Wolfenstein game. The Wolfenstein game will be likely developed by Machine Games, which developed the original, the original, its sequel, and the standalone release Wolfenstein: The Old Blood and Wolfenstein: Young Blood. Also, they did this really can't remember the name of it, but they did a really good PSVR version as well, Bobby, that came out. Really? Where you, yeah, you kind of played one of the little tank, mm-hmm. four-legged tank things. You were like a like a Nazi soldier as well. The, the latter was developed by co-developed by Arcane Studios. Both will soon be owned by Microsoft. Uh, do you want to do a bit, Bobby? I've yeah. kind of I've kind of hogged it here, like the, oh, like, okay. the like the English bad guy that I am. Plus, you helped my eyeballs. I have a. If anyone's wondering, oh, can Bobby read? Yes, I can. I know I you just can can't, just can't really see. I have an appointment on the 30th to get these bad boys checked out. Oh, are you still struggling with your vision? Yeah, it's still... Like I, from the trick you gave me, mm. much I can see definitely clear. But when I read sometimes, I definitely have to strain. But nowhere near to the point where I was like straining for everything. So that trick... Def- I do it every morning now. That trick really helped my eyes great. I think I just need... Reading glasses, what it well, is. Well, no, I think what's happened here is you, you've got, you've got confinement eye. You don't get out. You don't get out of the apartment much. Yeah, just for walks. That's about it. Yeah, so you spend your walk lasts. Let's say you do a couple of walks max, four hours, four miles a pop. So you're out mm-hmm. the house for. If you did three walks, you'd be out the house for three hours. Yeah. Okay, you're asleep for eight hours. The rest of that time, you sat in a room where your eyes can't focus much more beyond 12 foot at a time, max. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think about that. You would know. Mm. This, this is a... And I that's, think that's this, this is actually causing your eye muscles to weaken. So the eye doctor's going to be like, roll up, roll up, come on, come on all, get your glasses. That's right, friend, roll in for your prescription eyewear. <laughs> You'll get glasses and your eyes will get a bit, they'll go, oh, I don't even have to work anymore. I can just see, fine, I'll just relax a bit more. And then roll up, roll up, looks like you need another set of specs, Bobby. You're on the glasses train, friend. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, if I look, yeah, you know, the apartment's big, thanks to Tom that wing but how really yeah. far am i looking you know you know and not i not there's lots of natural light but i'm not outside like when you're going on your walks are you focusing near and far near and far near and far near and just far? for a little bit but it's been super clear now so i just do it 
just to get the habit of doing it. Yeah. And then when I'm home, it's fine. But then like when I got to look at my phone or read something. The thing is, when you're, to... when you're at home, you're mm-hmm. in the sphere of your eyes muscle contraction. So you, you, you've got so used to being in the West Wing, your eyes are comfortable there because everything is within the range that they're used to operating within. You need mm-hmm. to push it past that range and then make it work closer than that range. Just a thought, because so, I've, yeah. I've suffered from this before. Yeah, and I, that's what I'm saying. That, okay, the trip you gave me was great. I'm on the road to getting glasses. This ain't good. And I was like, no, actually, if I think about it, I haven't been outside for a week. If I just focus close, far, close, far, and then actually force myself to get out and about a bit more, which is hard because the Rona. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'd be sorted. Uh, oh, Bobby, my phone's gone. It's text from El Buccio. Yeah. He said, I thought this was a gaming podcast. I I'll cut you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll continue where we left off. Um, some of the high... Oh, we were that already? Okay, in addition to new games for, for console and PC, Bethesda has expanded its efforts on mobile games. You can expect additional titles for phones and tablets too. Uh, also, in the interview, Spencer spoke about why he believes Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda was a natural step to their existing relationship. You find teams out there that are always pushing themselves and their own capability. They uh, fundamentally believe that they were more closely we work with teams like that, the better we can perform as a company. Spencer said. Wow. But th- but themes but uh, but will the themes be multi-format? The Redmond firm is supposedly being vague, potentially because it has contracts to fulfill. Um, as you know, Sony signed timed PS5 exclusivity with Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, and those deals will be honored. Beyond that, it's up to the software where we'll be elevated on a case-by-case basis. But new comments from Xbox boss Spencer Makes the profit uh, makes the probability of PlayStation ports look extremely unlikely. The Xbox community should feel this is a huge investment in the experiences that they have on the Xbox ecosystem. He told Yahoo Finance, "We want the Xbox ecosystem to be absolutely be the best it can be to play, and we think the game availability is absolutely part of it. It doesn't take a genius to conclude that Xbox ecosystem, as Spencer puts, will not." Be getting much stronger if Bethesda continues to release games on the PlayStation platform. So that's him basically saying there, because it's his it's his train set now. Mm-hmm. Because I think he obviously said the case by case earlier in the week, because they're probably still waiting for the dust to settle and the smoke to clear. Obviously, mm-hmm. they've got the timed exclusive deals with PlayStation, and uh, and I absolutely, if I was Spencer. And someone above me at Microsoft HQ said, oh, yeah, we're going to make them all multi-format. I'm like, what are you doing? I've got a tough enough job as it is getting the Xbox brand back up and running and, and knocking PlayStation into a cocked hat. I'm not, why are we wasting the money that we, we spent 7.5 billion? Like, yeah. We need to recoup that investment. No, we don't. We need to double down and make sure these games don't release on anything other than PC or Xbox. Well, yeah, but we're not going to make as much money. Not initially. 
But if we make these games the best they can be, people are going to give their people are going to sell their mothers into slavery to get the Xbox and Games Pass. Yeah. So I think that's what he's. I mean, strong words. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, I'm not. No one's gonna be mad at him. That's his company. He bought well, it yeah. for a reason. He bought it for a reason. This is it. I kind of. I don't know whether it was him playing fast and loose with the press when he said not that long ago that exclusives are bad for the gaming industry, but then he's gone and secured these, and he's like, no, you're not playing with these anymore. These are because mine. Despite what people think, I don't think it's bad at all. I think you need competition to be better for yourself and for everybody else around you. Yes. Yeah. So you definitely need it. And in my opinion, I think at least Fallout games and uh, Elder Scrolls games play better on the Xbox. Always have, always will Everything do. else seems play evenly like you know wolfenstein and doom but i think those games definitely play better on the xbox well look at oblivion i mean the further you get into oblivion the more slow and broken it gets on playstation it never um, got patched never got fixed and skyrim the same it no, i literally bought a shell for dave, ps3 yeah. Yeah. D- dave calm down dave i literally bought a shell playstation and i yeah. cut holes in it and put fans to exhaust in and out air because about halfway around new vegas ps3 was like listen bro you're playing this too much i want to play it for an hour and i think the more the game saves yeah that's the higher the it has to push and with the xbox i mean my friend played it all the way through no issues my, my understanding of the issue the is that the the Xbox, because the way it's built based on PC architecture, it's very easy for them to port mm-hmm. to. The way the PS3 is built, every time you move or touch something in an Elder Scrolls or Fallout game on the PS3, it becomes part of the save. And it constantly is trying to track where that thing is. So even if you're 200 miles away and you're not anywhere near it, the way it's been developed to, or ported to those consoles means it's still remembering it. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I must remember that you touched that apple in that bowl near that windmill. It's somewhere in oblivion. And although it's 200 miles away, I better see... I, no, I need to remember that. So the PlayStation, the more you play it, the more you save. Yeah. And the more often you save, which often people do if they're nervous in an RPG, they're like, well, I'm not sure. I better save it. I better save again. Yeah. It's the worst thing you can do to an Elder Scrolls PlayStation 3 game. I actually went to an Xbox forum and they told me to just make one main save on the USB and yeah. delete everything else that we haven't done. Listen, if it's more than two hours, delete it because it'll just constantly save. I looked at my save file. It was very, very large. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, I guess what you said makes sense. It's, totally it's, it's never been, it's never been optimized. Mm-mm. Well, that's our take on it, but you avid listeners of Mexico's biggest gaming podcast, get the chance to give your take on what's gone on. Don't forget. You can win a prize for doing just uh, for doing just so so keep your eyes peeled for your insta posts on insta or twitter or email us to be on the show bobby it's that simple isn't it a little a little post comes up on instagram and twitter and all they need to do is comment on there and every month they can win a prize yep Elbuccio's generosity knows no bounds none so if you're listening now if you're a casual listener and you listen to every other episode or whatever Stop doing that. Listen to every episode. Crawl out of the mists on the edge of the of the periphery and get involved. Get in the Discord. 
you could even have not only a one-on chat with me, Bobby, or Tom from his cell, but you can engage with the likes of Bo Bloba, Comic Pictures, Retro Gamer Thomas, Finster Gamer. These people exist on there. They're not just figments of our imagination. And you can take Bo Bloba to task. You could say to Comic Pictures, do you know what? I like your art, but X, Y, Z, you know, you could say whatever you wanted to him and he'd engage back. He'd be like, no, you can't speak to me like that. Thanks for liking my art. I'm a big (laughs) fan of Barbie Sauce Adventures on. Pack it in, Dave. I'll tell you one thing, moving to New York to record a podcast seemed like a good idea, but El Buccio didn't mention to me we didn't have our own studio. Oh, yeah. No, we're not that, you know, we're getting there, but, you know, soon. Dave is bibbing at Finstergamer, who's parked his moped right in the street, and he's doing press-ups. Because if Finstergamer doesn't realize, he could just park horizontal to the curb. He doesn't have to park parallel, which he's taking up spot that people are, are they need here. There's no spots here. And he could just zip whoop, right out, but Finstergamer refuses to do that, so that's why he gets honked at all the time. I always find it quite comical when I look out the window and he's cutting around without a helmet on because they're not legal here. No. He's wearing nothing but that leopard thong and it's sort of flipping in the wind sometimes. And he, and he actually parallel parks his bike. It's amazing to do that. He doesn't even have to do that, but he does it anyway. Have you noticed that sometimes when the wind catches his, his leopard thong in the right way, you can see a flash egg just hanging bit. out the side? A little bit. Hmm. He needs to chill out. <laughs> he, needs, <laughs> he needs to probably wear some proper, you know, underwear that baggages everything up there and then put the leopard skin thing on top of it. I would say he just needs a little bit more holding power. Yes. You know? Well, based on the flesh egg I saw, he's, he's, he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot of junk in the trunk. So Yeah, he definitely needs some more support. Some actual like Y front type pants, you know. Yeah. That sort once he goes, once he goes forty, I mean, anything can happen. <laughs> forty miles an hour, forty years of age. No, forty, forty miles an hour. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I mean, he hits one little <laughs> tiny bump, and then it's all of a sudden an X-rated show. You know, <laughs> a little more support. It's going to help everybody. <laughs> I think fits the game with his pote toads. It's an X-rated show from the get-go. <laughs> so they can reach out. They can. They can ask. Vince the Gamer, if he really does wear a leopard print thong, lick P.O.T.A. toads and lift weights on the streets of New York or not. Anyway, first one out the mailbag. Because we get we print these off and then send them to ourselves so we get that true old school feeling, Bobby. First person out the mailbag, what you got? We got Boba Loba. What's he saying? He goes, so just so you know, half of it's cut off. Half of it's cut off. Oh, is it? Yeah. So if you read that one, I'll hit the next one. on the Ah, right. Okay. Not going to lie as an Xbox player, this is a huge win, but I'm not a jerk. Okay. I really hope PS fans still get to enjoy the titles too. Oh, yes. I see what you're saying. I've never been a fan of exclusives. I get why they exist, but they only hurt the wider gaming community. In my opinion, with Bethesda and Obsidian now being sister companies again, I'm really hoping to get a Fallout New Vegas too. That's that's a license to print money right there. Even if it was terrible, enough people would buy it for it to work out. That was by far my favorite in the series. I still don't understand why people aren't fans of exclusives. Xbox has got exclusives, and if I was that into them, I'd buy an Xbox. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid, I eventually got a, a Super Nintendo. I had a Sega. Yeah. And I got a Super Nintendo. I mean, it Did happened. it make you a horrible person? No. <laughs> it's no. okay, isn't it? It's all right. Do I have one or the other or both? It's fine. Yeah. Listen, you got the money for it. You know, go for it. If you wait long enough in the gen. It'll definitely be a sale. It's going to be a sale. Always going to be a sale. Right. Let's talk. What's next? Who's in the post bag? Who are you pulling out? Got comic pictures 79. What's he say? What does our Adam say? He goes, in a way, the studios will benefit from being from steady backing. However, I hope some of the huge platform. I stand by what I said in the past that I'm sure all the actual developers would love to see their games played by everyone, but money talks and exclusive sell consoles and subscriptions. I think having all those franchises on Game Pass uh, on day one is a big enough draw without having to make them exclusives. Perhaps that will be the way, or perhaps they'll be timed. I think the fact that they've already allowed Godfall and Tokyo, what's its name, to retain their timed PS5 exclusivity means to the willingness of the part of Microsoft at the least to be flexible in this regard. I think that aside, hmm. you think what? This is the first I haven't I haven't really read Adam's comment properly, but I've seen this sort of panded around before. I think if a deal and a contract sign, obviously Bacida are edging their bets on the way into this actually happening, because let's face it, these big contracts, especially for seven point five billion, could fall apart mm-hmm. and collapse many, many times over the course of a deal. So if you're sensible, you're going to be like, you want, to, you want PlayStation, you want to pay big dollar for the exclusivity to these? Knock yourselves out. Uh, but obviously a contract signed, and that can't be just thrown out because you've got in bed. I mean, it's very incestuous, the game, the mm-hmm. software developing world. And also there's not that many names in the industry. There's only PC, Stadia, Google, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. There's not that many people out there. And if someone wants to rock up and do a deal, I think even if Microsoft said, I want to scrap this PS5 exclusivity on Tokyo, what's its name, and uh, Deathloop, the lawyers would be like, "Mm, we can't. It's got to be part of it. You've got one of this. Like, you don't have to do another one ever again. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But these, you kind of got to want to. So I don't know as it's about flexibility on Microsoft's point. I think it's just the way that legal thing is. The law of the land right there. Exactly. Uh, he says he continues, that aside, coupled with other announcements and arrangements like All Access, the new install system, quick resume, and the 27 announced exclusives, it's hard to argue that Xbox isn't absolutely killing it right now. Absolutely, the killer apps from both machines are a long, are a long way off. So it remains to be seen what really hits, what really the big hitters will be in terms of first party. There's a lot of cool games coming out, and I shouldn't think anyone is going to be disappointed in the long run. No, absolutely not. Well, these quick resume, the new install system, the 27 announced exclusives. Face it, Xbox is killing it, and and that's great. I'm sure they'll sell a boatload of consoles. And they'll, uh, you never know. Or if not by the console, at least the game is passed. At and the that, very least. And that's the, for me, that's the clever part. I can get Games Pass running on my phone, my laptop, even if it's not powerful. It only needs to be just about strong enough and I can play mm-hmm. 
I pay the subscription, I can play Games Pass on there. I mean, my phone is probably more powerful than the laptop I'm currently on. Exactly. So if I can get, I want to try a game out, a couple games on my phone, then I don't need to switch now, do I? No. To play and another Mario game I had from 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's, I mean, for me, that's, if you want to hook people in, much like Stadia, if they had a larger library, I think they would have, they're already on everybody's TVs at that point because of the, yeah. uh, the fire sticks and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can use with Xbox on your phone, you can use a PlayStation controller, it just, you know, they want to get as many people hooked into Games Pass as possible. And having these exclusives is what it's all about. If they can get more people subscribed, this is why I've said in an episode before, does it matter how many consoles you sell or does it, have, does it matter how many people are signed up to your online pass? Think that, about this. That will be the measure of who's won next gen. Microsoft makes tablets, right? Yeah. All they have to do is make something bigger than the Switch uh, screen. Yes. Made for gaming. Yeah. And you just buy an attachment to stick that bad boy on the side. See ya. Switch. Yeah. Because now I can play the entire library on a, on a made-for-gaming tablet. As long as you got Wi-Fi. Yeah, which and listen, five G's coming out, right? So I mean, the Wi Fi is going to be fine. So this is, it's it's honestly it's smart. There's no denying. Yeah. No, not at all. Retro Gamer Thomas this is a massive deal for Microsoft and a great great acquisition for them. As far as keeping them exclusively for Xbox, I can't see it uh, at Mo. Maybe timed exclusives. Now I think you're wrong there, RGT. I think you're probably going to get wrapped up in a handbag once the mm-hmm. exclusive. Deals that are already signed are done. Um, at the end of the day, if Microsoft had the larger user base, then yes, they would be exclusive. They wouldn't need to share their games a lot like Sony. They're not going to share their exclusives because they don't need to. Exactly. Why share and give your competitors access to your best-selling titles? And and that that point works for both, all three sides of the camp, Nintendo, Sega, and Sony. Course, why would that's you? That's why you still have the three giants walking around. Yeah. As, the, as were they... But as where they are at the Mo, if they made the games exclusive, they'll be missing out on two-thirds of sales, and that doesn't make good business sense. No, it doesn't, but we don't know how the battlefield's going to draw as the next gen comes on, so you never know. If they sell a lot more consoles this gen, and I think they will, and the consoles are a lot more closely matched in terms of sales, then you'll see the new games from Cedar being exclusive to Xbox. At the end of the day, all exclusives sell consoles. I'm inclined to say that they're going to just... If I was Phil, like I've said earlier, my bud would be boiling if they made me put these games out on the on the PlayStation. I'd be like, I'm not doing it. It's not no, happening. And he's it's under Microsoft's it's a company now. It's Microsoft's company. Yeah. You don't see Zelda coming on the PlayStation, do you? No. Think how many more Nintendo would sell. You know. I like that people have got are passionate about Elder Scrolls and Fallout, and fair enough, and that's caused people to be upset. But but in reality, where would you really play those games anyway? I th- I think they've always kind of been Xbox games. Yeah, or PC. Yeah, those exactly. Kind of games are perfect on PC. The yeah. PC Master Race is always going to win. The first time I got introduced introduced to the Elder to the Elder Scrolls franchise was on the Xbox. 
I did it. My I played Dagger Fall. I think the second yeah. one. Yeah, it was the PC. On PC, my friend, my friend, my friend Adam was a huge PC gamer. So a lot of the games I first played were on PC, like Doom, Quake. I then they came over. Yeah. So I've always assumed, okay, cool, PC games. Like my the only PC game I ever played, really and bought was a long time ago, Age of Empires, which mm. I still can't see how you can port that over. I just think it needs to be a PC game. But certain things, obviously, you can port over. Yeah, for sure. Um, up next, Finch the Gamer. As an Xbox owner, this is great news, as that is an entire catalogue of games coming to Games Pass on release. At this rate, I'll never need to buy a game again. That's right, I just don't know how that makes sense. 50 million people f- paying £5 a month, or 10 million people paying 60 quid each for a game. I just, I want to, we're never going to get the deep dive, but I would love someone at Microsoft to show me the Excel spreadsheet for and against. Um, personally, I don't believe that major titles will become exclusives. Oh, I, you know, maybe. I'm sure there's some PlayStation Fallout fans that wish that were true, but I can't see it. As it isn't in Microsoft's approach to purchase, purchase properties for the purpose of withholding them for others. It's exactly what you'd want to do, wouldn't it? I mean, if you were a businessman... Is Battletoads on Sony? No. Is Halo on Switch? No. Is Gears of War on Stadia? No, it's not. Where can you play those games? On Xbox. They're, they're, up until now, there were some of your biggest reasons to buy an Xbox. Their current model seems to be getting everyone from any platform playing on Microsoft-owned games. Just look at xCloud, Games Pass on PC, Microsoft on everything, and Minecraft on everything. While Sony have awesome exclusives to sell their console, Xbox appear to be going down the route of no matter what console buy, you'll be playing an Xbox game. Uh, yeah. i tell you what it also does. It gets, it gets Xbox hands on a uh, PS5 dev kit. They've got one of those. Phil Spencer's probably got one of those in his office right now. He's laughing. <laughs> Look at what I've got. But I do believe that uh, thanks to MLB The Show going multi-format, Sony must also have access because they're working on it right now for the oh, next Oh, I release. guarantee you they all have a Nintendo dev kit too. Yeah, so they've all got each other's dev kits now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be playing an Xbox game. Nice... Nice, friendly comment from Finster Gamer. I think the, the bare-faced financials will win out in the end. And Look, if I was an Xbox owner and I saw that those games were coming out for PlayStation as well, if they came out for PC, I'd be like, yeah, do you know what? That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. If they came out for Xbox, uh, for PlayStation, and I was an Xbox owner, I'd be a bit miffed, mm-hmm. if I'm honest with you. I'd want them locked away on Games Pass, or, or and, and I'd want to be able to buy physical editions of these games as well. Like, I don't just want it to be on Games Pass. But you still can, though, can't you? Yeah. Elder Scrolls, Chris, Elder Scrolls 6 comes out on... Yeah, but you're getting to the point where, why would you bother? Why would you bother? Oh, yeah, what? I see that point. So there'll be no big-time like special edition, Cool Dragon, Xbox editions. Well, that's, that's, I'm sure they will still produce it, but at the same question, why would you bother? Yeah. Yeah, true. It gives the fans something nice, and mm-hmm. maybe like we've seen with some exclusives re- or some big party games, you don't get the game in the special special edition. 
Yeah, you just get the figurine or whatever. You just get the figurine and the art book and all that, and you buy it totally separate from the actual game. Mm-hmm. Is that what we'll end up with? Is that what GameStop will end up being? The place that stocks the big figurines and that and that's you buy your game digital or something? I don't know. It's a very strange world we're heading towards. The comfort and knowledge of how things used to be done, like you'd save up your pennies, you go buy the big game you've been dreaming about from the shop and you get a piece of silicon to put in your piece of silicon. Those days are edging away. And I, I'm not keen because I like yeah. to own something. Because if it leaves Games Pass or PS Now or whatever it's called on yeah. PlayStation, it's Can't gone. It yeah. Or like with the Grand Theft Autos, if they lose the, uh, like San Andreas, when it re-released on PS3 and Xbox when they do the backwards compatible thing, some of the licenses for the songs have expired. Yeah, the songs are gone, yeah. So they're gone. And you can't get them back. The update erodes them from the game. You can't have them anymore. If you play it on the PS2 or original Xbox, you're fine. It's there in its entirety. Yeah. Is that Lewis from the Bodega? Oh no, it's the. It's the no, that was wing. Shirley. That was, was Shirley. it? Was it Shirley? Yeah, that was Shirley. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, we we digress. We're on we're on the very precipice of a sea change of console gaming. We got up next is C. Pliskin. Yes. Uh, he says one of two way one of two ways can happen from this if you ask me one of two things uh, Microsoft will allow Bethesda to continue as they publish either on Xbox only or multi-platform. The other outcome is Bethesda and its various IPs being left in the closet and not really sure what to do with them. And no, Sega being bought out well, it's just absurd idea that brings the company's arcades and theme parks to deal with as well. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the issues. If you buy Sega, you, you know a lot of games. So, well, they're going to buy Sega next. Well, they could do, but it doesn't make any sense, though. No, Sega. Uh, they're not worth. I think if you totted it all up, it would be a large amount of billion you would need to pay to acquire Sega. But when you look at what you can extract from the brand monetarily, what? it's not worth. Another Sonic it. game. Yeah, Yakuza is probably their biggest franchise. Uh, the Total War franchise on PC. Uh, mm. Great series, but it's not worth big bucks. You're going to get some very clever people that have worked on some very old arcade machines, but you're not really going to get a lot else, are you? It's kind of, no. what are you going to get? Another Billy Hatcher game? Not worth it, friend, is mm. it? No. Uh, on that note, Bobby, we've got a new... New listener. listener. Ghost of Gamer Pass. Now... <laughs> <laughs> He's an eloquent chap. What's he say? It's cool. What is that Canadian? What does that mean? It's probably Canadian. They have their own thing up there, man. They're like another. Our, our northern cousins are just, you know, they're crazy. He's your. I co- love them, but they're crazy. You've got more podcasts on the go than I've had at dinners because you've got a show that you do with the Ghost of Gamer Past called Yeah the Bacon Ham and Egg Show. Yeah, it's, it's well, we renamed it now because you know that was kind of crazy. So now we're just a Three G's podcast. Ah, right. Okay. So what happened to the bacon, egg, and cheese? That's our company. He, he bought stock and he made a company. So now we're the American Cheese Canadian Bacon produced the 3G's podcast. I've had a message from Mel Buccio. He says, part of his Zootamax deal was exclusivity of Bobby. Like, who the hell does he think he is starting up a Canadian egg, cheese, and bacon with mayo? podcast with that canadian rebel rouser 
and his brother. Yeah, I feel like the little Wayne of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Albucho, Albucho wants it to stop. Uh, he said, how can I do Bobby merchandise if they can get Bobby merchandise from the Ghost of uh, Game of Pass? Well, I, I, they, I can only be in merchandise if I'm in the picture with all three of them. It's a big, big deal. Yeah. Me, he I can says, be here. With much, like, the- much like Microsoft, Albucho says he owns your face. Fact. Put a little, you know. What are you a doing? Bit of shell shade on that. A little bit of shell shade on the face. Something like you know, Borderlands on my face for that merchandise over there. Do you think Albuccio's silly enough to let something like that slip in a contract? He owns your face. Okay. I know he does. The family-friendly show. A, he put a warranty on it, actually. A warranty. Yeah, not not a warranty. What do you call those things? Like J Lo got on her booty. Oh, like insurance? Yeah, yeah. So now my hair will always look good because I have to constantly get a cut every week. Wow. I can't wait to get the Bobby face backpack. So it's like a big version of your face made out of that soft, squidgy foam. Yeah. You can unzip your head and uh, you put your stuff in where your brains would go. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. I I don't know what he's making out of my face. Probably not a lot. Probably like a cat scarer for your garden. (laughs) Retro Life 91. <laughs> He's also Bobby. We've got, well, I tell you what, we're picking him up like a uh, new, new listener. listener, like a lady of the night picks up crabs. Retro Life 91. Uh, what's he got to say for himself? Thank you for messaging in. You are not a, you are not a pubic hair louse, Retro Life 91. <laughs> he says, well, I, I will always play Fallout on PC so I can mod the hell out of it and fix most of the bugs that Bethesda can't be bothered to fix themselves. So as long as it's still released on PC, which I can't see it not, ha- not being, this makes zero difference to me personally. Mm. Also, technically, Fallout 76 was released on PS4, but I pretended that the game doesn't exist, so I'm not sure most do. I think, yeah, I mean, I've never played, I've never felt the ambition or want to play either Fallout 76 or Elder Scrolls Online. And that probably God. shows that I'm a bit of a lightweight Elder Scrolls fan, yeah. if you want to say that. I mean, I was My there. Father's huge. He probably he's... sunk more hours into Elder Scrolls Online than any game. Really? Yeah, he's into it, man. Mm. Very odd. Blockbuster guy, he's messaged before. He says, could be good, I suppose. He's obviously not fussed. We've got another new, new listener. listener. Daniel Sonic underscore 87 says, I need to translate this, Bobby. So, because he's, he's gone all out on Instagram, but he's not done any spell checks. So, I'm going to do my best, Daniel, to make sense of what you've written here. Um, for me, Microsoft should buy 30 Japanese developers to launch some Japanese games aimed games for all markets. It would visit much, it would. Costs much less than 7.5 billion bucks and can be a move to really fight equally versus Sony considering all the Japanese games that it's got on PS4. 
is useless to buy Western teams because the gamers will buy PS5 with or without Fallout or Elder Scrolls 6. It will change nothing. Meanwhile, the gamers that search only Japanese games could have to rethink our Microsoft politics with this move. I personally bought 360 for Japanese games and I don't like one because it's only Western games. Ah, the Xbox One because it's only Western games. I did my best, Daniel. I, I, I think I see where you're going with that. And um, yeah, because the 360, when it first launched, had an idea, had a strategy to target Japanese gamers by securing games like Lost Odyssey, if you remember. Big 60 hour RPGs, thinking that's what the Japanese wanted, but they kind of struggled to get traction in Japan. But I think Japan's a battlefield that's not worth fighting on. Even Sony don't really value their. Um, Japanese market, they make more money and sell more machines in Europe than doing their own homeland Japan. Mm-hmm. So Xbox trying to win the console war in Japan seems, and I think they've realized this since, it's just insanity. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for messaging in, me- me- managing in, messaging in all the new <laughs> listeners. Over on Twitter, another hotbed of activity. Um, missing no aka at cyberlilyc137 she's a new listener so thank you for that what's she got to say bobby she goes i'm not really sure what to think all i know is that i'm glad i went with xbox and that's it commiserations to big tezzer he messaged me on twitter and said he didn't pass the finance approval to get his xbox one on the xbox all access program so a big heartfelt apologies to Big Desert T. I think he's going to have to do the old school thing of trading and everything he owns to get himself his Series X, but he's up for it. You'll find him on Twitter as at one grumpy MF. It's literally monumental what they've done. Can't wait to see some of my favorite games come to Games Pass. Can't wait. If you're an Xbox owner and you're a Elder Scrolls Fallout Doom fan already, you're all in on this, aren't you? Yeah, do a backflip and then shoot a firework. You're dead happy. And I, I, you know, I'm happy for it, for you, to be honest. Uh, who's next? We got John FC. That's he. What he is? John CFC. Okay. He is a new <laughs> listener. <laughs> it's at J. Uh, his his uh, Twitter handle is J Dalton ninety CFC. Uh, my only concern will be if the game style stays as Bethesda, and. Not an Xbox style. I don't want them to change the style that that Bethesda has incorporated over the years. But I'm very excited about all of it. Too right. Yeah. No. Fair play to you. Mm -hmm. Next, Marshy at Marshy was taken. He's a new (laughs) listener. Listener. That's El Buccio says. That's your catchphrase. He wants a little doll of you that you squeeze. It's like new listener. My hands up as high as it goes. And then when you press your tummy in, they they clap. I squeeze my hands in and clap. Yeah, we could definitely do it. Yeah. Got the... Even got the flamethrower. The kids love that one. El Buccio will make it happen. I don't mind. I'm getting PlayStation and Xbox. Look at money bags over there. So I don't mind if they make Bacido only make Xbox games. What I'm worried about is if they'll make good games. My fear too. Uh, They need someone in there doing quality control on their games. Because even Skyrim, let's face it, some of the bugs that you encounter in what's meant to be a proper release is insane. It is insane. Uh, last out the post bag, a rattle around at the bottom of this sack. 
And the last thing I can find here is a guy called Tomat, who <laughs> whose Twitter yeah. handle is at Thick Tomato Boy. Uh, you say tomato, I say tomato. Thick tomato. I really read that as like tomato boy. Tomato boy. I mean, I know it's tomato now that you said it, but I was trying to figure out what that was, and I was thick tomato boy. <laughs> he's thick in all the right places maybe i don't know bro he's got to be in all the right places yeah. you don't he's... put thick in your name if you're not there but you know what he is what is he bobby he's a new listener <laughs> Still, you saw yeah. new expressed great joy in seeing how happy me and you are at doing new listener together it was harvey retro did you see <laughs> oh yeah you really, <laughs> really enjoyed it bro <laughs> Harvey Retro and his boy Johan out there consistently banging out quality products week in, week out. They put everyone else to shame. Their production level level. It was his co-host's birthday too the other day. Ah, what, Johan? Happy birthday, Johan. Happy birthday birthday. to you. Happy birthday. (laughs) I just crucified the song, made all the headphone users pull the headphones out and everyone else turned it down. It's a lot of birthdays today, like today. It's my girlfriend's father's birthday. Really? It's uh, my friend John's son, JJ. His birthday is today. He's your friend, three. your friend Johnson, or your friend John's son? My friend John's son. His okay. name is John Junior. <laughs> he just turned three. Little John Junior. Little John Junior. He's definitely listening. Hundred percent. Look, let's face it. Happy birthday, kid. We're the preschooler's favorite show. Look at Game Absolutely. Boy Matty. Boom. Look at Devin yeah, Zilla. Boom. There. Look Boom. at John Jr. Boom. Boom. Yeah? You know? That's kids three. Matt. Someone oh, my needs friend to... Leloy's kids. Boom. They love us too. Do you think it's Dave's birthday? That's why he's bibbing outside the apartment all day. And maybe he wants a shout out. Look, Dave, happy birthday, bro. <laughs> I mean, okay. Stop hogging the horn, dude. I left the studio in the UK to come to an apartment. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the uh, studio record light to hang outside my window. So once that comes, you plug that bad boy in. Imagine imagine Finster, six toads deep. He's hanging it out. He's not going to know what that sign is. He's going to think it's the devil's eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thick tomato boy. He says, depends how they handle Bacida, really. Microsoft backing, they'll hopefully have the right money to not release bugged messes like Fallout 76 in the future. Also depends on if they decide to make games Xbox exclusive or how much they share with Sony and Nintendo. I say don't, you know. They're Phil Spencer's toys now. He doesn't have to share. I don't know why everyone's being so kind. But you know what also, and I get it, listen. This, you know, everyone's sensitive now. It's a crazy time. But yeah. nothing has changed in the video game world since video games first came out. No. It's a doggy so dog wh- world. So why it? would it be different now? There's no difference. No. So everyone has their own games. That's cool. That's, you know, no big deal. I get it. Everyone's trying to be polite and I hope they do. I hope they do. But in reality, why would they? No, exactly. And I think if, if you Nintendo's, put business... Imagine you get this phone call, Uncle Bill. Y- yes, Phil, how are you? Yeah, in between working out the coronavirus vaccine and saving kids in Africa. What, what? Cut to the chase, Phil. What do you want? 
7.5 billion. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's quite a lot of pocket change, even for me. What are you buying with it? Bethesda. Oof. You're not going to let those games come out in and out, so are you? Is this going to be the reason why Xbox locks people down? Uh, well, you think of the money you could make if you more... No, what? Yeah, but we want them eventually. We want everybody. The dream utopia is that everyone's playing on Xbox. Is that right, Phil? Yes or no? Well, that's right. So then that... Boom. Then you're not going to give the games away like candy at a wedding, you freak. Make it... Lock it down. Do it now. There's going because to be some people that are irate about that, and if they are, there's a message in. I see they? their point. Oh, games by, you know, Games Pass is X amount of money a month. I'm going to buy it for 70 on PS5, but you know what? People are still going to buy it if you give it. They're still going to purchase it. Mm. I mean, okay, so I don't, I don't have an Xbox, but I want the game. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Now, I don't have the game because it's not available for a PlayStation. Eventually, if I want it, I'll, I'll have to buy an Xbox, which yeah. a lot of gamers have multiple systems. And fair play. Do they have three heads, Bobby? No. Nope. No, they've just but got they two got consoles. Systems. They have got three. <laughs> Maybe they do need three heads at that point. Mm-hmm. Let's park the Bethesda story. I think we've hopefully done an eloquent job of covering that news off and some exciting little tidbits in there that maybe other people haven't heard of because there's some half-the-press stuff there. Those that know the structure of the show, Bobby, know it's time to type into Instagram, hashtag Stingray's boot. Click on recent. So we order some top to bottom date order, newest at the top. First in, Retrovisions. He's got some black and grey plastic for the Atari home computer. He's also got the XE user manual in Spanish. He doesn't know... Do we need to ban Retrovisions from uploading his, his, his very outlandish collection of antique home computer goodness? Or do we like it? I like it. I mean, it's pretty cool. Okay. I probably wouldn't play it, but it's interesting. No, it's very, he's got like a museum thing going on. He's also got Atlantis and Super Breakout and Microfiler for the uh, Atari. Welsh Game Hunter here with a classic. And I always knew this would be an expensive game because who bought it when it launched? Barbie Horse Adventures on the PS2. No self respecting gamer goes, I'm buying that. No, kudos, man. That's, that's so cool if shit. you want the full collection of PS2 games, you've got to find yourself a copy of Barbie Horse Adventures. Yeah. Probably Definitely probably do. slightly easier to find the keys to El Dorado. Who's up next, Bobby? Ozcat TV. He bought a Funko Pop of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who <laughs> recently passed away. Oh, God, I'm laughing. I mean, no, it's funny because it looks like her. Yeah, but who... <laughs> Who, I mean, in reality, they all look the same. Who does Funko Pops of American political Oh, this is the, it, this is the American history uh, line of Funko Pops. So they got everybody. They got everybody in this bad boy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I- interesting. Uh, oh, <laughs> I hope Oscat's well. We've not heard from him in a while. Wish you the best, sir. Up next, Bada Bing. Retro Bad, Gaming. Bada Bingster Retro Gaming. Do you think that's Bada Bingster that's on the... It is. It definitely is him. Is it him? That's him. Yes. One of the newest... He's our newest listener. He's our newest Discord member. And he's the newest person to use Stingray Boots. Okay? This guy is in it to win it. I think he needs to be uprated. I think he needs to have 
you need to have more presence on the show. I don't know what we're, we're making VIP. Maybe for next week, if I can get it cleared with El Buccio, it's going to be hashtag listener Stingray, hashtag Stingray's boots, sponsored by Badabing, Badabingster Retro. I, I'm doing one of you there. I keep looking at that and thinking it's Badabing Stare Tro Gaming. And it's the same words, but I can't quite pull out the right words. It's Badabingster Retro Gaming. This is why it's important to use underscores. Mm. Now, <laughs> now I suddenly realize why you throw them around. Uh, some rabid self-promotions. What do you think to that Fallout collection there? On PlayStation as well, just to say bye-bye. What do you think to that picture that I did in the back down at the local park? I think it's cool. I was like, wondering where you got that from. That's probably from Astoria Park. Yeah. It makes sense now. And the Nuka Cola caps. Yes, those are cool. I stole them from you, actually. I'm sorry, but I had to have them. I want your drone took them. That's fine. My apologies. I, I feel like I have to tell you now. I took pictures of your wife in the shower. I feel oh, like it's a fair game. You have to think. Did maybe? Did maybe? Did you set Tom up? <laughs> did you set Tom up? Who knows, bro? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I think this is like the first time the whole show's been derailed because it's something. This is a PG show as well. I've had El Butchie on the phone. He says all that sort of talk stops now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Game racer. Uh, he has the. Uh, that's a big bet. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, focus. Game racer's <laughs> got a copy of Die Hard Arcade on the Saturn. Uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> A nice cover. It is. I've always wanted that, that game. game it's, that on the it's one. Yes, they're, they're these weird card cases. It's a game I've always wanted. I think you know. Once PS5 dust has settled and the smoke has cleared, I made it. I'm gonna. I might pick it up. I want it. I've wanted it for ages. I've wanted it for nearly six years now, and I always keep forgetting to buy it. So I must. Uh, I've got the sequel, Dynamite Cop, on. <sighs> I've got the ticket <laughs> uh, on the Dreamcast. Radbash Gaming got a Nintendo DS kit called uh, Drawn Dr- to Life. I thought it was Drown to Life, but it's Drawn to Life. Makes a lot more <laughs> sense. <laughs> Game about failing to swim. Uh, Radbash Gaming again. He's he's an avid DVD animal, isn't he? I so, see dro- so so there's two things happening here, okay, with Rad Bash Gaming. Okay. Number one, he's related to Stingray. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> because this is this is crazy, bro. Okay, number one. Number two, and or he's robbing Stingray. 
That's the Stingray's boots. This is why he's got out of his boots. He's he's just he's getting Stingray to call around and he's just renting everything within sight. He's, I mean, it, I mean, tell who, me a DVD he hasn't got in that pile. Well, he's got Tarzan too, which I didn't know was a movie. Boom, got it. Okay, that's that's the soundtrack by Phil Collins. Really? We've had oh, my English. sister's favorite movie is in this. Is in this actually. What's that? Uh, last ro- last row, uh, second to last row. Uh, Drop Dead Fred. My sister's favorite movie is Drop Dead Fred. No way. Seriously? My sister actually spoke to him like he was a real person, just like she did in the movie. I watched this movie about 900 million times. It's quite good, isn't it? It was really good. It, I, mean, I, I could watch it again, despite watching it 900 million times. Yeah, snap. Uh, <laughs> Otaka Brum. He's here with his Game Boy player, so he's got the uh, adapter for the Game Boy Advance. Clags underneath you. That's like the the Sega power stack of power, isn't it? You'd, you've not got a it is. GameCube unless you've got it mated to the... Thing is, with that as well, it's a useless piece of plastic unless you've got the disc that goes in the top of the console. Yeah, true. And he says the disc is super minty. What's Welsh Game Hunter got? He's got his... Uh, do not disturb PlayStation logo. Keep out gaming in progress. Yes, I do not disturb. Is that what they're called in the hotel industry? DNDs. 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 That's a little hotel lingo for you. I've, I'm. The more you know. I mean, the first thing you do in a hotel is to put that on your door. Do you? And after three days, yeah, hundred percent. If you don't put that, they'll open your door at eight o'clock in the morning to clean. I'm fine with that. They'd be like, like, oh, sleeping, housekeeping. And then they, they walk in. It doesn't matter what you said. You put oh, that on the door, they won't knock. But Dude, after yeah, three yeah. days, they have no choice but to come in your room because you could be dead. All right. That's what we do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the more I know. Yeah, man. Put it on, book, book a hotel for a week, leave it on for three days. And on the third day, lie, the lie on the floor and squidge some mayo and ketchup out the side of your mouth. I can panic. Well, like, what I, what I oh, did, I, no! I, I got in trouble because we went to a hotel with my friends and we stuffed the bed to make it look like a body. Oh, really? You know, yeah, and the housekeeper, actually, she hurt her back. So we, I feel bad. She jumped back so hard that she smashed her back on the desk. So don't do that. Well, she could have just thought you were as a sleeping person, though. No, we, we, we did more things to make it look like a crime scene. Oh. Yeah, so legally, we'll just leave it like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the muscle of the show, Daddy Zilla's been in touch. He's picked up a copy of Xbox, an Xbox One copy of FIFA 19 for a dollar. Look at the value what, of that. Doesn't matter what format it's on, it's really only worth a dollar. It's just last year's game. True, actually. Uh, and a copy of Medieval on the PlayStation 4, the reboot, for £20. $20, 20 it. bucks. This is, is that a fair price, Bobby? You've played that medieval remake. Any good? Yeah, I think it's fine. It's perfect. I, I really enjoyed it. If you're a fan of the original, I think you'll like it more. If you're right. a newcomer to the franchise, it kind of plays a bit old schooly. Mm. So it might not be, you know, refined as much. Have we done the full turn of the wheel? Because oh, the next one, Sharaban, I think we've seen him before, haven't we? Yes. This well, is, this is, uh, we wanted a quick. We wanted uh, El Buccio said make it concise, and it's ended up being well. No, I've gone off tangent. 
and said some pretty vile things this week. Uh, I need to have a word of myself. Um, do you know what he's been up to this week? Ooh. Stingray. Because it's that time. Oh, he's, it's definitely that time. He's coming. Uh, or he's arriving anyway. He. Uh, <laughs> this is a PG That's show. That's like, I know. I, what's it? <laughs> Hold it together, Bobby. Albuccio's he's, he's throat chopping us both. Uh, this week, he's been photocopying fake. He's got Wayne Ray, who's been reborn. I don't know how. He's got Wayne Ray, his son, the vertically challenged Ray. He's been making PS5, Fallout 5, and Elder Scrolls 6 box art. And he's been putting in copies of Morrowind he got from a shed. And he's been selling those. So I he's was got, unaware that he, um, he had a son. Yeah, Wayne Ray. Shows how much you love the old show. I thought he had a daughter. Wayne is a man's name. No, I know, but last week in the back seat, there was a, a little girl in the, in the car, in the car seat. You never mentioned that. You never mentioned on air that you've seen that. El Buccio is not going to be happy about that. It's kind of strange. I, I, uh, just, this, it, since El Buccio bought Stingray, he's been involved in some very dark clandestine activities. Because you know Stingray can get you anything. Yeah. Al Buccio's dark web clientele. Because that's why this... I thought Zootamax were like this big media streaming company and we were going to get a big push off the back of it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're, they're the biggest media streaming company on the dark web. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> if you're on the dark web looking for a podcast, you're probably not looking for, a, for the unofficial controller podcast. You're probably looking for something far worse. So that's... Uh, yeah, they own us now, and they own Ray, and they're pressing him to like a slaver and getting him to get all sorts of strange stuff to fill the requests on Zootamax's version of Amazon for the dark web. Uh, all available within 24 hours. Obviously, Stingray can deliver to your door in a heartbeat. So, anyway, God rest his soul. Stingray, it's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot what's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and seemingly a kidnapped child and a dodgy copy of Battle Friend all this week. These are the new release highlights for the week 21st to September 27th, 2020. Listeners, these are out digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast in your feed that could be region-dependent. He's torn up the drive, he's popped the boot, and I tell you what, it's packed to the rafters this week, Bobby. There's games galore. There is. What's your mummy mummy? I have one. Immediately, I have one. Okay. Um, what was my one going to be? Oh, I know what mine one is. Mine's last one on the second page. Because that looks incredible. And I nearly bought it earlier. And I probably will do before the weekend's out. Have you got a Mummy Mummy VHS as well? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you want to start or shall I start? You go. I remember my friend having this on PS2, so the fact it's only just launched on PC is staggering. Uh, Freedom Fighters, you've probably finished it, Bobby. PC, September 21st, Freedom Fighters is an intense third action game set in an alternate history New York during the invasion of a foreign superpower. Take on the role of Chris Stone, a hard-working plumber, and rise through the ranks of the resistance to prove yourself as a charismatic leader. Do you remember that? That was amazing. 
a oh, white, I've never heard of this game. A white box, a white background with a New York skyline in sort of like dappled black with red freedom fighters on the box from memory. Never heard of it, but I'm going to look at eBay. Okay. Yes, please do. Uh, next, what next we got? Yeah. Do it now. We got 13. Yes, four. On September 22nd. Uh, Vanilla Ware, the storytellers behind Odin Sphere and Dragon's Crown, craft a sci-fi mystery spanning 13 interwinding stories in 13 Sentinels of Jesus Rim. With a Metacritic score of... 86? 86. 13 Sentinels has won the praise of critics all over the world. Uncover the truth and delve into 2D uh, side-scrolling action-adventure featuring gorgeous artwork, environments, uh, then battle the Kaju in a fast-paced top-down combat, customize the Sentinels with an arsenal of mecha-suit weaponry, and fight to defend humanity. Mario Super Picross on Switch and Online, September 23rd. The Super NES version of the popular picture crossword game was originally released only in Japan and features hundreds of relaxing yet challenging brain teasers. Each pick across a puzzle consists of a number to grid of tiles, which is a reveal of picture when correctly chiseled away. In Mario's main mode, a wrong move means losing time. However, in the more difficult Wario mode, mistakes are not shown, so be careful. Also, a friend can help by jumping in with a second controller. <laughs> What do you think of that, the puppy boy? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. It's <laughs> a me, Mario. It's a Mario. Game Boy Matty, I love you. I love what you do with your Super Mario pictures. You know, we should have Mario on the show. Yeah. Maybe he's the guy who owns the pizzeria on the corner next to uh, Lewis's bodega. Possible. You can call him, maybe do like a little, you know. I am the real voice for yeah. Mario. I own a pizzeria <laughs> in Queens. <laughs> Up next, we have Unrailed, which is really where we're going. Yeah, exactly. It's PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch on September 23rd. Uh, Unrailed is a co-op multiplayer game where you have to work together with your friends and track and train track across endless generated worlds. Uh, master random encounters with inhabitants. Upgrade your train and keep it from derailing. It's like an isometric Minecraft with rail carts in it. I mean, yeah. everything you ever wanted. When the Past Was Around, PC, September 23rd. When the Past Was Around is an action-adventure point-and-click puzzle game about love, moving on, letting go, and the joy and pain of everything in between. Okay. Up next, we have Against the Moon for PC on September 21st. Against the Moon is a turn-based strategy where... Cathenic monsters will challenge your skills. 
lead a squad of superhumans in a desperate attempt to save humanity's last uh, stronghold. Oh, because it's cut off. Stronghold, the intelligent city of Arcs. I tell you what, we've lost Phil the producer. Buccio has actually cut funding rather than boost it. We don't. We never realised how much Tom actually kept the show on the rails. Now, now, now we're just like two feral dogs running around with a script, using it as like litter, cat litter that we defecate on and then upload to the internet. Bobby, it's next level. It's top notch. I think. <laughs> As far as soiled cat litter goes, this is the very highest end of soiled cat litter. Yeah, and I would know because I got to clean two boxes every day. How? <laughs> every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two, two May I just formally apologise for taking for taking can like secret shots of Eva? It's terrible. I apologise. Yeah. Forgive you, bro. I'll give you them all back. I'll give you them all the ones that I've got. Yeah, fair deal. Fair okay. You can, you can even keep the Nuka Cola caps. Thank you. Okay. And if other stuff is missing, just assume I took it. Okay, I'll keep one of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill us both. Is it me? It is, isn't it? Cyberhook PC, September 24th. Speed through a gorgeous retro wave world using parkour skills and a grappling hook to scale and ride the worlds in this fast-paced 3D platformer. Blast enemies, manipulate time, and abuse physics to avoid falling to your death. Up next, we got Gigaforce for PC and PS4, September 24th. Fight over the Earth-like planet of Saventia and scarce resources of Sonopotium. And if I read that wrong, I apologize. Uh, it's a shoot 'em up at its core, with added focus towards immersive story. Two exceptional pilots for the first time on Steam. Nice and PS4. But uh, Nancy, the intern, got the write-up from Steam. So it's, uh, it's not her fault. Going under PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, September 24th. Going under is a satirical dungeon crawler about exploring the cursed ruins of failed tech startups. As an unpaid intern in the dystopian city of Neo Cascadia, you'll wield office junk as weaponry. You can make your way through the offbeat procedural dungeons beneath your company campus. I don't know. What, I don't viral. know. I have no idea. I liked it. Did you like that one? I liked it. Going under. I did. Okay. When I read it, I, I assumed that was the accent that was going to happen. Oh, really? <laughs> Can't have going under without. Yeah. I mean, that's that stuff, Australia. Maybe. Oh, no, that wasn't an Australian voice I did. It was like. Sounded a, good to me. If. If it was Australian, it would have been going under PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, mate. September 24th, going under is a satirical dungeon crawler about exploring the cursed ruins of failed tech startups. As an unpaid intern in the dystopian city of Neo Cascadia, you'll wield office junk as your weaponry and you make way through the offbeat procedural dungeons underneath your company campus. You know, that was, that was, that was great. That's that, how you should have read it. Next time we Maybe get... Maybe cut that one out and then have that... When we one. get gone viral too, 
I'll know to say str- no going and I'm sp- I'm reading out your ones now gone viral PC September 24th gone viral is it over the top action game with heavy roguelike elements where you fight for your life now that probably should be oh, what's this one gone viral is an over the top action game with heavy roguelike elements where you fight for your life in a prison arena to entertain a bloodthirsty audience rack up your kill count as you grab munitions no, you grab mutations and crazy weapons, change gameplay, and get where you need to escape, and go viral. This one's my mummy, mummy, Bobby. Little Big Workshop, Xbox One and PS4, September 24th. Manage your workers, stations, machines, and create awesome stuff as your little big workshop grows into your dream factory. Interesting. We have Serious Sam 4 which I never heard of the first three, so this is all new to me. Yeah, but it's released for the PC and Stadia September 24th. There's, new, there's a new award that every time a Stadia game's in there, it wins the Game of the Century award. Serious Sam 4 wins Game of the Century. Clearly. Uh, Serious Sam 4 reignites the classic FPS series and a high-powered prequel loaded with explosive arsenal, intergalactic carnage, and perfectly timed one-liners. I saw, I saw some footage of this, right? Mm-hmm. It looks as wonky as you'd imagine a serious Sam game is. And one of the levels is set in Italy. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, he, he shouts up to this bad graphics grandma. He's like, hey, grandma, whatever he calls her. And he, he speaks like this. He's a serious Sam. He says, hey, grandma, how do I get to the... Um, what's that place in Italy called in Rome where the... The Vatican? Yeah. How do I get to the Vatican? And she's like, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm Mario from Super Pink Cross. Uh, you go left and then you go right and then you'll see the Papole Mobile. So I don't think that's kind of my, I don't think that that's my ride. And she's like saying the Pope Mobile. And she goes like, oh, no, silly Sam. They've upgraded it. You get there, it's a mech, right? <laughs> it's a mech that's like white and pink. And he gets in one of these sort of side lifts and gets in it. And the, like it's got this armor on it in the shape of a cross. And as mm-hmm. it opens up, it's like, 10 Hail Marys. And it, all the weaponry in the hood turns on. It's like, loading armory. <laughs> and then he's stomping through Rome, shooting these alien invaders from the Pope-mobile, which is, a, wow. I mean, all of a sudden, that's your mummy mummy. What an incredible sounding game. Absolutely, yeah, that sounds insane. What's the next? Tears of Avia. It's for release for PC and Xbox One, September 24th. But that's all we know. Oh, yeah, because someone got so carried away with Serious Sam, they posted it twice. What an absolute numpty. Tennis World Tour PC, PS4, Xbox One. The pressure of working for the dark web's biggest streaming company has got to be, Bobby. September 24th, the dark web's Amazon, basically. Play as the world's top players. Master each surface, perfect your game, and strive to dominate the world circuit. Choose from multiple game modes with single and double games, local and online. Up next, we have, listen, my mommy, mommy. We got Mafia <laughs> Definitive Edition. Okay. At PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia, September 25th. Um, an inadvert brush with the mob thrust cab driver Tommy Angelo into a world of organized crime. Initially uneasy about falling in with the Solari family, the rewards become too big to ignore. Now, as an update, 
my brother is currently playing this game. So far, so good. It looks great, but underneath it... Not as it, glitchy as the remaster of Mafia 2. It looks amazing, but as I say underneath it, it's a PS2 game, or a very early PC game, mm-hmm. with this new graphics bolted on top of it. I just no, no, want... this is totally remade. Right, okay. The Mafia 2 was just a remaster. Ah, right, okay. This, this, I think they used the same engine for Mafia 3 for this game. Well, the... the from what I've seen, the streets and the subway or the, the, yeah, you know, it, looks the it looks amazing. But I just, I just wonder how, because it's a lot more realistic than people expect. Obviously, if yeah. you get the mafia thing, it's GTA, you're going to be sadly mistaken because the mm-hmm. cars are almost simulation like for the era. Yeah. You can't no, speed. Really if, even oh, if you gonna... could speed, you're going to get a fine for speeding. Yeah. So it's, it's out there. I'm going to wait for this. Just a little bit longer. Because I'm sure they're going to have some kind of crazy glitch. See you, Dave. No, that was Larry in the truck. Oh. What's he got, like a tow truck? No, he's the resident freight line driver. Oh, right. I couldn't mm-hmm. see. Okay. La- what's his name? Larry? Larry. You see... He's the one that always has a bottle I'm of wait- I'm waiting on Adam to immortalize some of these characters. Well, I mean, yeah, let it be easy for Larry. I, I've only seen him top half of his body. I never seen him out of the truck. Do you think Just he's top. like wired into the lorry itself? We call. Well, him I lo- mean, one side of his face is always more sunburned than the other. Well, he would be. <laughs> so he's an odd-looking dude right there, you know. But, <laughs> so, and he has a helper apparently that helps him out with the with the what, what do you call that thing? The forklift thing, not the forklift. The uh, you, the hand actions you just did did not scream forklift to me. The no. The pump The pump truck. Yes. But he's not in the car, so I don't know if he's in the back or on, on top of the bed. He doesn't speak. He's mute. Probably just laid there wearing nothing but a pair of pants. I mean, why not? We, you know, let's face it, the listenership, probably a very different listenership now we're on the dark web. Let's finish off. Let's send them to the bridge with Zengen on the Switch, September 24th, 25th. They've all got this same write-up, haven't they? Everything's a roguelite. Zengen is an anime-infused action RPG and roguelite with a selection of unique characters. Yeah, very unique, I'd imagine, just like the other rogue six roguelites you read out this week. And varying play styles slaughter your way through demonic hordes and colossal bosses with hundreds of combination and skill possibilities. Let's slam the boot. Let's let Stingray deliver that child for unknown reasons on the back seat of his car. Never, never mention that again. Ever. My man. God. El Buccio's not happy. He says, my client's privacy is what drives Zutamax as a company on the dark web. Plausible deniability. That was Larry again. Larry. We need a proper studio, El Buccio. Come on. I, I sold Phil, Phil, the producer, into slavery for this. Uh, those that paid attention at the top of the show, Odders, you can relax your grip on the wheel, friend. You can probably get out of the car and have a little walk around. Just keep the stereo on, stretch your legs. Pop your head back in through the opened window as I ask Bobby, what are you hoping to play? Uh, I'm going to continue Army Army 4 and just probably get the platinum on that. That's really all I have to play. I might have a lot more to play, but that's what I'm going to focus on. And it's Halloween coming, so 
how a lot of horror games I have. <laughs> what are you going to play? I'm going to play some Yakuza 5. I'm going to play some Grand Theft Auto 4. I don't know what it is about that game. I don't know what it is. I've started 5 numerous times and been like, nah, it's not for me. But 4? My goodness gracious me. It's the one... When I always think of the brand, that's the place... My mind probably either goes to San Andreas or GTA 4 every single time. And when I think about GTA 4 in my mind, the way the city works, you know, the more I play it, the more I see how it's bolted together. But still, to this day... I just feel absolutely intoxicated by the world. I know it's more limited than more recent games. I know that you know it, it, a lot of people find it flawed in many, many ways. But to me, to this day, it's probably still the best one I've ever played. Really? And I didn't like it when I first played it. I was like, oh, no, this is not very good. The driving's too realistic. You know, the cars are out of control and... Blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And still, when I picked it up, it was like, oh my God, I nearly created into a shop. What am I doing? I took all the bins out. I'm trying to take my cousin home. But yeah, it's one I absolutely love and one that I just can't get enough of. So, that. Um, one would imagine, Bobby, if I've asked you and you've asked me and Odders has let go of the wheel, there's only really time for the outro, which this week is sponsored by Bada Bingster Retro online he's now sponsoring the outro uh, and also el buccio i mean he owns everything but he's going to let us have badabings to have the, the outro here this week uh, badabings and, and if badabings is listening get everyone that you know to listen because you get you get a whole section named after you they've got to listen all the way through which is a bonus for us because you know we get the viewership we get the listenership exactly. see you dave that's all we have time for this week listeners he, he bibbed on time did he Went into the VHS. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Well, mine's fast. Mine's fast. Oh god, I'm glad you're here. You are the reins on me of an out of control pony that's been slapped on its ass with a red hot poker. You're the guy that reins me in. <laughs> All right. What's the V8? What's your mine? My 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 no. Mine was going to be Fast and Furious, but I decided it's a pirate copy of the original Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider. Wow. I'm going to go a bit B, a bit skinny, because I just rostered recently. Barbarian Queen. Yeah. Can I borrow that after you? Absolutely. And if you search Barbarian Queen in Amazon Prime, if you have it, you'll find all the childhood movies I watched when I was a kid. Wow. That said, you get it, Barbarian Queen. It's amazing. It's okay. so B. It's almost C. <laughs> okay, yeah. the type of movie I never even knew existed. <laughs> well, on that bombshell, that's all we have time for this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. Remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the Zoo to Match controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you, Bobby. See you, George. 